Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the weekly episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo. We are back on episode 85. Thank you, as always, for listening and supporting the podcast. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the pod, wherever you're listening. This week, we have what's in the news. We're going to talk about the market. We're going to talk about the big updates and current events in the news and finance world. We'll also discuss our roundtable talking about distributable finance, decentralized finance. We're going to make sure we touch a little bit more on how that works. We will lastly uh, talk about personal update as well. So as always, folks, thank you for listening to the Your Money Life podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. We will now talk our market update as well as our news and business current events updates. Let's first start with the markets. Right now, we're sitting a bit, little bit up. We're in the green slightly today. And the big talk right now is the change in monetary and fiscal policy that the Fed may employ um, if they see kind of a major improvement in the job market, obviously, um, or any other data points that point them to to maybe do tapering. We saw that the, the this US European central bank said it would slow down the pace of its bond purchasing. So they're employing tapering. Um, and really the big thing is the markets look out for it is when the, the, the pace of tapering, the amount, um, and, and if and when that the, the Fed is going to employ that this year or early next or when that will happen. Uh, but the August jobs print, new payrolls came in a lot lower than expected. There was only 235,000 new payroll added versus a, about a 720 estimate from economists, which you know lends to people thinking that the Fed will stay on a dovish course, at least for the foreseeable future. But the Fed meets again September 1st, uh, September 21st and the 22nd. Um, and the big thing that worries is investors worrying, are they going to slow down the monthly $120 billion bond purchase, which has been flooding the economy with, with, with liquidity and pretty much boosting our recovery at this point? But are we already recovered? Are, is the Fed going to make a change? Um, we'll, we'll, that's the big, biggest thing that the market's looking at um, down the pipeline. Let's move more to uh, business and current events news. The Theranos saga, the trial of Elizabeth Holmes, who was... Uh, the, the the founder of the, the blood testing startup that was really she got convicted uh, excuse me not convicted but charged with fraud and after uh, the SEC started investigating there was investigation by the FDA excuse me and they found that she was running samples through machines used by blood testing companies since its own machine wasn't accurate so um she defrauded investors or she's accused of defrauding investors as accused of lying to customers and now she's on trial right now um, she dropped out of stanford at 19 to start theranos and grew to a nine billion dollar valuation and became the youngest female self-made billionaire she saw herself as the female steve jobs wearing the turtlenecks deepening her voice uh doing different things i watched the documentary um, a while back. Uh, but that's, you know, it's really interesting to see what becomes of her. She's facing up to 20 years in prison, plus 2.7 million in fines and restitution to victim, victims. Uh, it's a cautionary tale, uh, no doubt. You, you know, you chase these different things, but you want to do it right way, want to do it ethically. And that's the way we do things over here on this side. Um, and moving more to more regulatory crackdowns, the SEC and Gary Ginsler is taking notice of Coinbase and then they took shots at Coinbase and Brian Armstrong, who's the CEO of Coinbase, because Coinbase is trying to do a new product called Lend, which um, will let users earn interest rates by lending digital assets 
assets, specifically a stable coin called USD coin to others. Um, in the blog post by, by Coinbase executives, they don't understand what grounds SEC is suing them on and the SEC has refused to loop them in. So the battle begins. Um, and it's really going to be a battle of, you know, decentralized finance products um, and the traditional way of things have been done. And this is going to be pivotal, I believe, into understanding what's going to happen going forward when you talk about decentralized finance and, and, and cryptocurrency. So the crackdown is coming, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm very going to be tuned into this. I think this will have pivotal ramifications going forward about the landscape of cryptocurrency. Moving on to stat of the week, NBC is selling Super Bowl ads already. I guess the season starts tonight, but they're selling Super Bowl ads for up to 6.5 million, a record high and a significant bump from the 5.6 million average a year ago. So if you want to snag a spot, you have to call up your television exec now. There are fewer than 30, than five 30 second slots left. They're saying uh, the word on the street is that's crazy. It's already snacked up. It's the biggest watched event of the year domestically in our country, great country. Um, and so that's crazy. But the NFL season does start tonight. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defending Super Bowl champions versus an up and coming. Got Dak Prescott and the Cowboys back in action. I watched Hard Knocks. I don't know if you guys watch HBO Hard Knocks. It was quite boring this year. Five episodes. The best the star of it was Aiden. Trayvon Diggs' son. He was the star of the show. Um, really funny kid, uh, but it was really, um, it was it's good. It's good to watch. It's good to see the season back, NFL back. I love, you know, supporting and watching the season. So it's going to be great to see. Back to crypto news. We have El Salvador becoming the first to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. Um, they made a move in putting it on their balance sheet um, not too long ago. That might have been what we saw with the flash crash, big institution. That's big money when you see a flash crash like that, I believe. Um, and so, yeah, they're offering, you know, people to be able to use as legal tender. And it's a country where a lot of folks don't have the ability and access to traditional banking and financial products. And this is where they believe they can lower the playing field for about 65% of Salvadorians who don't want the government to, uh, to who don't have this access um, and lack of confidence. So this is going to be very, very interesting to, to, to show as a use case for other countries that may employ this tactic um and how this will work so i think this is really another interesting point to watch here we talked about a little bit in the opening market update but the jobs report um for for august was kind of disappointing there was 235 jobs added lowest gains since january economists were expecting 720,000 new hires um the unemployment rate did dip to 5.2 percent from 5.4 Still higher than pre-pandemic. Um, really, it's if you're looking at it, I think there's a lot of younger people that are minting NFTs online. They're playing, they're working in the cryptocurrency world. They don't want to make your pennies to get you coffee anymore at Starbucks. They don't want to wait on you and your annoying kids at, at the at the restaurants. They're they're printing and they're making billions online, <laughs> um, and they're just not. Um, they're trying to incentivize work employers are trying to incentivize people to work giving bonuses doing different things but there's just it's just super hard when people see so many different options and, and fear for one there's health there's different health things if you're customer facing jobs um people don't want to certainly do that um, you have still have the unemployment benefits that are out there for people it's a favorable labor market jobs are plenty but a lot of people are not as incentivized to go work and tell me that they don't feel uh, as confident about than they were before. They feel like their options are more plenty now and eyes have been opened and maybe forever. 
But that is our news update this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Next in the roundtable, we'll talk decentralized finance. Hey, everyone, gather around for the financial roundtable where we discuss what's on our mind, get it off our chest, talk about anything. And today, I really want to talk about decentralized finance, commonly referred to as DeFi. Um, and really, I think it's pointed based on the stuff we were talking about earlier, which is Coinbase, the SEC, um, El Salvador, the moves they're making as a country to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. And just this whole demystification for a lot of people still around um, cryptocurrency and sort of use cases and they don't get it. Like, what is it? Like, do I just make money off it? Can I? Like, so decentralized finance is one of the big tenets of cryptocurrency and, and, and really it's a block chain based form of finance that does not rely on central financial intermediaries such as banks brokers um and but it still offers financial instruments and utilizes smart contracts on blockchains the most common being ethereum defi platforms allow people to lend borrow from others speculate on price movements on a range of assets using derivatives, trade cryptocurrencies, insure against risk, and earn interest in savings like accounts, which is what we discussed um, earlier with the Coinbase uh, saga. That is a savings like account uh, run on um, a distributed, a decentralized finance savings like account. It uses layered architecture and highly composable building blocks. Um, and really, you know, why is it important? Because I think one of the tenets and people are trying to understand this whole space is, you know, if you look back, a lot of it is based on this just right here, decentralized finance, allowing people to be able to do these things without intermediaries. But I do think that's going to take a while to be adopted. The vast majority of people truly don't have that in-depth ability to look into this and set this up, don't have the expertise, the knowledge um, to do any of this on themselves, which is fine. So adoption of this will take a while, I believe. And um, excuse me, that that is something that to be aware of, but it is something to also look into just in the fact that this is, I believe, where we are headed to as we get more decentralized, as we get into smaller cliques that, that people build, smaller communities that people build. Um, and it's really just a way for uh, people to understand different instruments that can be used for themselves. Um, it's probably roughly two thirds of the cryptocurrency market as far as uh, centralized finance. Um, and really there's a lot of different platforms out there, a lot of different applications, which I'm not going to dive into each of them. I just think it's important to know or to look into when you have time. Um, and understand that blockchain transactions are irreversible. So one of the big things about these, you know, centralized finance platforms is they're trying to understand how there can be no errors because it's irreversible um, contracts, irreversible transactions. Um, and yes, even in these areas, there are still things to be aware of and, and to be cautious of because you may be on platforms or different things that aren't the best use for you. And they could be scams or they could, could be any of those sort of things and you could lose money. These are areas in a whole world where everything is new. Um, the, the average person isn't going to really fully be able to understand what's real and what's not. Even for an experienced person, it's hard to understand. So for someone that's inexperienced, it's definitely not 
uh, area you just want to go blindly making decisions in. And that's why I believe advisors still have the opportunity. And that's why New Street is one of the only firms in the country that manages cryptocurrency for clients. We are only only firms in the country that stepped out on that ledge to do this for, for a wonderful group of people. So something to be aware of, something to look out for, and you'll probably see more, um, as we've talked about it prior, but you'll see more about this um, in the future again. And that's this week. Um, as we sit here, we have a great football game coming up this week. Um, it's, it's kind of cloudy weather here in New York, a little bit rainy. So hoping everyone is staying safe staying positive and trying to do their best to save. Keep saving, folks. Don't forget about that aspect of of life. So we'll talk next week, and thank you for listening.